0: Ladies and gents, welcome to episode 64 of the Off the Post podcast. As always, this is John Mattis, the host of PostMedia's National Hockey Podcast. Now, 64 may seem insignificant, and in a way it is, but uh, it's closer to 100 than, than 44 or 12 or whatever other number under 64. So uh, I appreciate you listening. Uh, if it's your first time or, or if you've been uh, a repeat customer, so to speak. Um, and uh, if you haven't subscribed yet on iTunes, Google Play, uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, many other platforms. If you haven't done that, please do so. And on iTunes specifically, if you could rate and review the podcast, that would be great. Uh, any questions, concerns, requests for guests, uh, you can reach me at J M A T I S Z at postmedia.com, or on Twitter, at All Alright, so this episode is more or less a 25-minute meet and greet with Misha Donskov, who works for the Vegas Golden Knights and is on pace to do some big things in hockey. I I mean, I'm nitpicking he's already doing big things in hockey, but nevertheless, um, bigger things down the line. Um... And and don't take it from me. Take it from Scott Salmon, uh, vice president for Hockey Canada, who told Sports Illustrated recently that Misha is, and this is a quote, so talented that he's going to push the boundaries. He's going to be an assistant GM. He's going to be a GM. He's a perfect guy to help build an organization. And that quote was obviously in reference to the Vegas Golden Knights and, and the fact that George McPhee, the GM there, hired him and uh, really wanted him on board uh, to be in, in a versatile role because uh, Misha's a versatile guy. Um, a couple of notes uh, before we get started here. So it was recorded on Friday afternoon, this episode, and uh, a few hours later, the team had activated Malcolm Subban off uh, the injured reserve. Um, around the ten fifteen minute mark of this episode, uh, we mentioned Subban and and it's and it's as if he's out that that's the way that we're talking about him so he's back he's back in the fold and uh most people will be listening to this probably on monday so just a heads up uh that that this was recorded on friday afternoon before the news came out okay um that's about it let's go from the center of the hockey universe this is the off the post podcast Misha Donskoff, welcome to Off The Post. It's a reunion of sorts. We broke into the industry around the same time. Obviously, you were, were on the hockey op side. I was in the hockey media. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, about six, seven years ago in London, Ontario, uh, we both uh, got our start. And we've kept in touch since. Uh, now you're the director of hockey operations for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, so we're going to talk... About that franchise, we're going to talk about you, and we're going to talk about your path to that franchise and the current position that you hold. Uh, but first of all, how's it going?
1: Great, John. Thanks a lot uh, for having me on. And uh, to your point, uh, we do have a history together, and it's great to connect with you again and and uh, and talk hockey.
0: Yeah, you're a busy man, so so I appreciate you taking the time. Um, and, and I'm going to split this up into sort of uh, talking about the Golden Knights and, and the first quarter of your season so far, and then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a bit about your unique path to, to where you've gotten. So off the top, uh, what exactly are your day-to-day duties as, as director of hockey ops? Because I know, I know a little bit about, of it, about it, but I feel like most listeners wouldn't really understand what that role really entails.
1: Yeah, I think in, in, in simplest form, uh, John, it's to provide uh, day-to-day leadership and, and support to uh, our management group uh, in our hockey operations department. Uh, that includes overseeing our, our video and technology piece with our management group, uh, our analytics department, um, and working directly with uh, our pro and amateur scouting staff. Uh, Von Carpen, who's our director of player personnel who oversees our pro scouting staff, and Bobby Lowe's, who's our assistant director of player personnel who oversees our amateur scouting staff, the day-to-day support uh, to them from an administrative uh, standpoint. Uh, and then also, um, you know, doing a little bit of scouting on, on the pro and amateur side uh, and, and supporting our coaching staff as well with uh, various special projects. So uh, it's a little bit of uh, a lot of different things. And, uh, you know, for me, just based on the experience that I had, um in the roles uh, in major junior and then with 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 Hockey Canada uh it's been a great opportunity to be involved in a lot of different uh parts of of our hockey operations um business and and uh it's been a tremendous opportunity for me to learn and, and to grow as a professional
0: Yeah and here we are it's uh, November 17th you guys are Uh, 18 games into your season Uh, we're recording this on friday i should mention you guys play la on sunday you're only one point behind la in the pacific division it's it's really uh mind-boggling i'll I'll put it that way did did you ever in your wildest dreams think that you guys would be 11 six and one at this point in the season uh just because the the fact of the matter is expansion teams don't usually find success especially early on i mean it's it's a matter of uh fitting all the pieces. Uh, in the right holes and 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 kind of swimming in the right direction but you guys have figured out a way to win hockey games early in your tenure
1: yeah we have and uh it's uh it's been really really exciting it's been a lot of fun and uh you know i go back to uh the expansion draft that we had uh last june and all the work that uh, our pro scouting staff did uh george mcpheer general manager kelly mccrimmon our assistant gm uh, I mentioned Von Carpen earlier, who's our director of player personnel, and, and uh, kudos to, to to that group. Um, you know the way that they work, the way that they they organize their time, the way that they evaluate and assess players, and ultimately the way that we, you know, we uh, we strategized and, and put together a plan for for expansion and, and select the players. And I thought our group did a tremendous job. Uh, so for me, that was that was really the first piece uh you know the second piece is uh, kudos to our coaching staff led by you know Gerard Gallant and uh our team is a is a team that puts their work boots on every night and, and competes and plays hard and uh wants to play for each other and wants to play for this city and um you know I give uh, Gerard and his his staff a lot of credit for creating that that culture within the room um uh, that uh we want to compete and we want to play hard every game um you know the players, and, and and they they deserve so much credit, and all the credit really, in, in, in all of this, and uh, they've they've come together quickly. They've galvanized as a group. Um, you know the city um, has, has rallied around them. You know, and I think for a lot of these guys, uh, they they're playing with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. You know, they were they were uh, on the expansion lists of of the teams that they were previously on, and 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 you know selected uh, by us. Um, and, and, I think they want to show, uh, you know, the, the, the team that they were previously on in the league, as well as their peers that, uh, hey, here's what I can do at, at, the NHL level. And, um, you know, I think that combined with the fact that, you know, we've got a great building, uh, we've got a tremendous fan base, uh, this, this city has really rallied around, uh, our team, uh, this franchise, our brand. Um, it's, uh, when you put all those things together, um, you know, I think all those all those parts, all those pieces are are, are a reason why our team's having success.
0: Yeah, you guys are you're you got some wheels out there. You've obviously targeted guys who who have speed. Uh, I think it's also another part of it is that you guys are unpredictable. I mean, you throw a bunch of random players together. How do you game plan against that? At, at this point, you're you're almost near the twenty game part. You would th- part. Uh, of the season mark of the season you would think that teams would have figured you out but it doesn't seem like uh, they completely have and obviously you guys have gotten timely goaltending timely goals uh, and you mentioned the the chip on the shoulder when uh, Brendan Leipzig was in Toronto he spoke about hey like this team gave up on me so I definitely want to bury a goal tonight like you guys seem to have an us versus them mentality in in obviously a positive way Um, with 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 this list of, of, of cast offs and, and guys that, that were exposed, um, are there any guys that, that jump off the page in regards to, you know, even through your, your scouting last year and, and your preparation for the expansion draft? Are there any guys that, that still, like, surprised you when they were actually up close and when you saw them in games? You know, like William Carlson right now has seven goals. I don't, I don't know how many people predicted that. Uh, Eric Hollis looked good. Alex Touch. Is there one guy that you point to that you go, wow, he's really opened my eyes?
1: Well, you, you you know you mentioned some guys that are really contributing and doing a tremendous job for us but to your point Carlson's really taken his game uh you know to another level his ability to skate uh his ability to to, to pass pucks and, and to make players around him better he's playing more inside the dots now and and uh and, and and he's competing uh you know night in and night out um and I've been very impressed with him as has our our, our management group um obviously uh you know James Neal um, and, and his ability to 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 shoot a puck and and, and to capitalize on the opportunities that he gets. He's a, he's a big guy. He protects pucks well. He's real good below the tops of the circles. He can really shoot it. Uh, Alex Tuck's a young guy that, uh, frankly, you know, I didn't know much about. Obviously, our, our amateur and, and, and pro scouts did. But you know, to see Alex Tuck, he's a he's a big guy. He's over six foot three. He's two hundred and twenty plus pounds. Um, you know, he can skate. He's got really good hands uh he's got a great shot and a quick release um you know and he's contributing um you know and, and on the back end you know uh, Brad Hunt is a guy for me that again I, I didn't know much about uh prior to seeing him at the NHL level uh this year but he's smart he moves pucks well he, again another guy who's getting an opportunity uh that that maybe he wouldn't have had with with, with another club and uh you know and these guys are really kind of ele- elevating their game and, and, and contributing to our team's success uh, consistently.
0: You talk about the back end. Uh, Nate Schmidt is a guy who jumps off the page for me, not necessarily as a guy who's completely out of nowhere, but um, he's been given this chance, this opportunity to get ice time. Uh, last year he just was the odd man out with with Washington. He was a third-pairing defenseman at best, uh, most of the time number seven. In the playoffs, uh, he showcases his skill due to due to injuries on, on on the Capitals' blue line, and then all of a sudden, uh, he gets sent to uh, to Vegas. He's getting 22 minutes of the night. is uh, really showing his puck moving ability and his skating, uh, and and just being that that modern defenseman that that every team needs uh, or they need a few of them. So he's one of them. Um, you know, down the line, you have Colin Miller who controls the play. You have Derek Englund who's been a nice surprise, like. There's just so many good stories yep. happening, uh, even on the back end. And then, and then you go to the goaltending, and it's it's been really a major storyline because you guys lose Mark Andre Fleury to a concussion uh, four games into his tenure. Uh, Malcolm Subban is out with an injury on October 22nd. Oscar Dansk is uh, with an injury a week later. It was it was one guy after another, and then now you have Maxime uh, Legacy, who's Who's played eight games. He's, he's played the most out of all the goalies and he's the fourth stringer. And then uh, the fifth stringer is a guy who was drafted in the seventh round this summer. Uh, Dylan Ferguson is is the goaltending just one of those things where you guys shake your head and go, I have no idea how, uh, you know, we're not getting scored on, te- uh, you know, 10 goals every night. Just just the fact that you're on your, your fourth goaltender this early into the season.
1: Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, in in, in the time that I've been involved in hockey, I I haven't been through a, a process like this with, uh, with our goaltenders, but, uh, they've done a tremendous job, uh, all of them. And, uh, like, uh, Gerard says, you know, when, when we do have these injuries, it's uh next man up. And, um, you know, when, when that individual is ready, um, and, and they're called to play, they, they, they've done a real good job for us. And, and, uh, you know kudos to Dave Pryor, who's our who's our goalie coach. Uh, I think he's done a real good job with these guys, and um, you know they've they've stepped in and they've they've contributed and they've they've gave, given us a chance to win uh, every night, and that's all you can ask.
0: Yeah, no kidding. So uh, tremendous stories uh, throughout the lineup. The only one negative uh, story surrounding the team is is the Vadum shipachev uh, situation and, and you know he leaves this disgruntled uh and and you know he's highly touted coming to the season he signed a two-year nine million dollar contract 30 old from khl uh, you know a lot of people had had high hopes for him um and and there was something that went wrong there and all of a sudden he's he's already back in russia um from your perspective what happened with that and and i guess just explain the team side of of, uh, of of really a situation that 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 went down a wrong path pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, you know I'm, I'm not going to talk too much about that, uh, uh, John. And I just think that uh, you know we we were excited to get this player in in, in the summer, and and uh, you know he's a he's a real skilled hockey player uh, that had a lot of success in in the KHL. And uh, you know, unfortunately, given the opportunity that uh, that he had with with our club. Uh, it just didn't work out and um we uh we wish him all the best uh in the khL um and and in his career moving forward uh but again it just uh it, it didn't work well for uh for both groups and uh we uh we wish him the best
0: right on well let's transition into into you and and your career path because um i find it very very interesting you're forty years old uh we actually have the same birthday which which uh, I think we've talked about before, but uh, you come from you come from a, a family of uh, you know an American mother, a Russian dad. Uh, the family's been based in Columbus for years, uh, but I believe you were born in Montreal. Uh, family has run a, a hockey camp for 20 years, so there's there's sort of that camaraderie around the sport uh, throughout your family. Uh, you played in Europe briefly, uh, pro. Uh, you're a five five foot nine player. Uh, and then and then you you transitioned into life after the the hockey playing. You you got your B.A. in finance from Miami in University. You worked for a health company, uh, in finance and sales. Uh, you dabbled with 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 Columbus and, and Atlanta, the NHL teams there. Uh, with community development, with scouting, uh, you had your hands in a lot of different uh, baskets, we'll say. Um, and then you moved to London and, and you do your masters in kinesiology at at Western there. You get hooked up with the London Knights. Uh, you're there for four years, obviously learn a lot under the, the Hunter brothers. Uh, you become the assistant GM, assistant coach. This is when we met. Uh, and then uh, you moved on to Ottawa and uh, worked for the 67s in a similar role where you had, you had, you had the coaching tag and also uh, the assistant GM tag. So that all happens. And then, and then you get the call to Hockey Canada and uh, eventually work for them uh, full-time as a manager of analytics and video. Uh, do a World Cup, uh, some World Championships, World Juniors, um, and then uh, just last August, you get named uh, Director of Hockey Ops with uh, with the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, I don't know if I've 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 done your resume to a T, but I think I have most points correctly. Um, it, it, has it been a <laughs> whirlwind of, of I guess you could say, uh, you know, si- since you you turned pro, it seems like you've just been on the move and, and been going to the next spot and and trying to really uh, move up the ladder.
1: Yeah, it's uh it has been a little bit of a whirlwind but uh it it's been a lot of fun. You know, hockey's always been my passion. It's always been what's at my core. Uh it, it's always been what I love and what I get up every morning and 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 want to do and want to get better at and want to push forward with. And uh you know, to be able to work uh, in the game now like I do and to work at the National Hockey League level and, and to work with the people that I do in an organization like I do is is special. And um when I finished uh, my career playing in Europe uh to your point, uh, I moved back to the United States and started working with a large uh, healthcare company Cardinal Health which was a fantastic company Fortune 500 company with their world headquarters in uh in Columbus, Ohio and I started on the finance side I was transferred from Columbus to Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, to work on the sales side, and I sold uh, medical instruments directly into the operating room. Well, during my time uh, in both Columbus and Atlanta, in Columbus I worked part-time with uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets, mainly on, on uh, the community side, running their hockey schools and community programs. And then in Atlanta, in a similar type of role, but also then uh, had the experience of working closely with, with Bob Hartley, uh, who was the head coach at the time, The late Brad McCrimmon, who who, who's Kelly's brother, and Kelly now obviously is our assistant general manager, uh, and supporting the coaching staff with with various projects and initiatives there, which was which was pretty special. But that was all in a part time role while I worked full time for for Cardinal Health. And um, you know I got to the point where uh, you know the Atlanta Thrashers were were in the process of, of potentially moving. And uh, I was working uh, full-time for Cardinal at that time. I was a regional sales manager living in Atlanta and had a responsibility for the southeastern part of the United States. Um, and uh, I decided that, uh, you know, I really wanted to pursue hockey full-time. So uh, I resigned uh, from uh, from Cardinal Health in, in 2009. And... Um, a lot of people thought I was crazy.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, how hard was that decision? People, because uh, yeah, it's one thing people, to quit a job a for another job, but you basically—did uh, you not? You quit to go back to school and also be near—be near the Knights, I guess.
1: Yeah, exactly, John. I did. I, I uh, you know, I got the support I, 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 uh, I needed from my family when you make a big decision like that. Uh, my girlfriend, who who who's my wife now, Amy um but uh, outside of that a lot of people said mish what are you doing you're, you're a regional sales manager for a fortune 500 company in a, in a great industry and in healthcare, and and uh you've got a real good career going for yourself but you know go, to go back to what i to what i originally started with you know hockey's always been at my core it's been my passion it's been, been what i wanted to do uh with my life and um it was a, it was a hard decision for me, but it was, it was the best decision I ever made. And, uh, I ended up moving to back to London where I'm originally from, London, Ontario in, in 2009. And, uh, to your point, John, I did my uh, master's degree, uh, at the University of Western Ontario, uh, with a focus on coaching education through the Department of Kinesiology. And that was a two year program. It required that I do a practicum and I did my practicum with the London Knights and, um, it was a great experience for me to to learn the major junior game, to work for a world class major junior franchise with, as the London Knights are, and to work for two great hockey people and Mark and Dale Hunter. And uh, I was in London for three years, oh9 to two thousand twelve, um, and they elevated me to different positions over the course of those uh, you know three years. I started as basically a grad assistant doing my master's degree, then a full time assistant coach, and then as assistant general manager. Uh, and an assistant coach and was fortunate with with london in 2012 to win an ohl championship and uh, as you know we lost uh, in overtime to shawinigan uh, in the memorial cup uh, but it was a tremendous experience for me and uh and mark and dale are, are still great friends and, and people that i talk to you know uh, consistently um you know and 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 they're they've helped me so much personally and professionally so London was an outstanding experience and 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 from London um I had a great opportunity to to have more responsibility from a coaching standpoint uh which at that time in my career is what I wanted and uh, the Ottawa 67s contacted me at the time Chris Byrne uh, was the head coach and GM and Bernie is now uh, a scout with the LA Kings um and offered me an opportunity to be an associate coach um you know to have responsibility running the D uh, running the penalty kill and a little bit more autonomy than i had in in london and at the time it was something that i wanted and and had two years in ottawa which were challenging years um you know from a from a performance standpoint with our team but you know you look back on it you look back on your career and you know there are two years that help you grow uh grow as a coach grow as a hockey professional and 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 ultimately get better and um ottawa is a world-class city uh, World class major junior franchise with tremendous legacy. Um, and again, an organization that I was really, really proud to, uh, to be a part of. Um, and then during my time in, uh, in Ottawa, and you mentioned this, uh, you know, Hockey Canada contacted me. Dale Hunter was, uh, was going to be named head coach of the Ivan Olinka team in uh, in 2013 Mark Hunter was going to be part of the management group and uh Hockey Canada and, and and Dale and and Mark contacted me and asked me if I wanted to be part of their staff at uh at the Ivan Hlinka in uh in Slovakia and uh in the Czech Republic and and um that was my first experience with Hockey Canada and it was a tremendous experience we ended up winning the gold medal um a lot of players on that team that are currently playing in the national hockey league and making a big impact as, as young players with a lot of a lot of runway ahead of them and um you know from there uh i got to know the hockey canada people well and and, and my last year in, in ottawa uh which was 2014 uh scott salmon called me and uh, sammy was the is the vice president of hockey operations for for hockey canada and uh you know he uh he he we talked for a long time, and he said, "Mish, look, I want you to come here, and I, I've got kind of a new position that I want to build out, and I want you to be part of our national team programs and, and uh, oversee, you know, video and, and and technology and and an analytics department here." And uh, it was uh, a tremendous two years for me—a uh, ride that uh, y- you dream about as a as a little boy. You know, um, went in World Junior in twenty fifteen, uh, went in Men's Worlds in twenty fifteen with. Todd McClellan as our head coach 2016 with Billy Peters. George McPhee was part of the management group in both 15 and 16 on both those teams. Um, you know, being part of that World Cup last year with Mike Babcock and that coaching staff, Claude Julian, Barry Trotz, Billy Peters, Joel Quenville, um, just an all star group of coaches, uh, an opportunity for me uh, to, to get better, to learn, to grow, to push forward. And um, the people at Hockey Canada were incredible and uh i owe so much to um uh, you know the london knights the ottawa 67s and to scott salmon and that whole group at hockey canada tom rennie for the opportunity that they that they afforded me and ultimately led me here to uh to vegas to to work for george uh mcphee and, and his management group so um it's been a lot of fun johnny i know you and i have, have kept in touch throughout this whole um you know seven eight years and um it's been a lot of fun and to your point it's been a little bit of a whirlwind a lot of different stops but uh you know when you're involved uh, in the game every day and you're around great people um you know it's uh it's, it really is a dream uh come true and something that you think of when you know when you go to bed at night that uh you got a great opportunity and you're very lucky
0: yeah no kidding and you did a great job recapping there um I was kind of trying to to keep track, and I think I think I I had your resume down uh, for the most part. Um, but just a couple of follow up questions as as we uh, end the podcast here because you have to jump on a on a call uh, in a few minutes here. But yeah, Scott Salmon has been quoted saying this. So has George McPhee. So two guys that you've worked for, uh, they've both said that that you're a Swiss Army knife, that you're you're versatile, you're you're able to just jump into action, uh, whatever the case may be, scouting analytics uh, even just scheduling stuff, uh, you know, you're very organized, like just, uh, kind of being a well-rounded guy. Is that something that you, you know, you learned over time? Like this is my way into the industry is by being a Jack of all trades, or did you just grow up as sort of a guy that, that, that on purpose or, or naturally, uh, you know, had his hands in, in, in a bunch of different areas?
1: Uh, it's a great question. I think, uh, I think it's a little bit of both, you know, just you know, based on the experiences that I've had, and, and I mentioned my experience with Cardinal Health. You know, first in you know in a finance role there, then in a sales role, you know, selling instruments uh, directly to you know some of the top you know surgeons in the world and, and into the operating room, and then transitioning in you know into a into a hockey role and and, and coaching with you know uh, major junior players and major junior franchises and. And then having an opportunity to, to, you know, to work at, at Hockey Canada with, you know, really world class coaches and, and, and management people and taking parts from all of those experiences that I've had and, uh, you know, being able to apply them and, and, and use them, uh, you know, in different situations. So I, I think, um, you know, it's a combination of all that, Johnny, like, you know, that you mentioned the experiences that I've had and, and, and also the experiences that people uh, have provided me and, you know, first question you asked is what you know what's your role here with with vegas and i think when you know when george put together my job description you know he wanted me to be involved in a lot of these different areas um you know based on um you know the experience that i had and and uh, it's been unbelievable but i you know the way that i approach it is um you know every day is an opportunity to, to get better every day is an opportunity to learn and every day is an opportunity to bring something to the table that hopefully can make uh you know the hockey club better and, um, like I said, it's been, uh, it's been a lot of fun and, uh, it's been, uh, it's been a dream come true.
0: Awesome, Misha. All, all, all the best to, to you guys, uh, in Vegas. I think, um, you know, I don't, I don't cheer for outcomes or, or teams, but I cheer for storylines. And, and I think you guys have a good thing going down there, uh, and hopefully can continue, uh, to be competitive. And, and also, uh, I appreciate you, you taking the time. You're, you're a busy guy. I, I believe you're about two minutes out from, from a conference call. So I'll let you go here, but, but, uh, thanks for coming on.
1: Thanks a lot, John. It was, uh, it was great talking hockey with you again, really appreciate it and keep up the great work. Thanks a lot.